Hello, and welcome to the Jill Cruz podcast. This is Jill Cruz. Today, I spoke with Karen Taylor Bass. And Karen is an incredible woman. She has a background in PR and crisis management, but she has reinvented herself now and she helps companies, corporations, organizations with their wellness. So she is a yoga teacher and bringing all of her wisdom from her background to helping people in their wellness to be really the best versions of themselves. So we had just an incredible conversation. We started off by talking about permission Yes, permission. You have to listen to find out what we talk about because it's just so cool. And it really makes a huge difference in our lives. And it helps us move from being stuck to being unstuck. I really believe that. We talked about choosing growth as opposed to a fixed mindset and really actively choosing and creating the life that you desire, which is just, that's exactly where I think all of us, I would like to invite all of us to be going in that direction and really to be present. And also we talked about a disappointment and failure and that sort of thing and how to deal with that and how to transform those experiences from something that can, you know, make you give up and feel like a failure to something that actually is a source of growth and learning and and actually making you a better person and, and, and leading to a better life. So all of that cool stuff around Really, what we're talking about is living your best life as a professional woman, bringing success to yourself in all areas of your life. And I just, I love this conversation, and I think you will too. Hello, Karen. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. Hey, Jill. It's my pleasure and honor. Thank you for the opportunity and Happy New Year to you. Oh, yes. Happy New Year. So you mentioned a word and I want to hear more about it because I think it's a very relevant um, conversation that we need to be having, although I don't know any more than just this one word, which is so cool. And the word is permission. Yes. I love the word permission. It's such a yummy word. I feel as women, mothers, professional women, caretakers, sisters, daughters, whatever your title is, we have not been taught how to give ourselves permission. Okay. And permission is basically being in a space in the present tense and allowing yourself to feel. See, we don't feel as women. We do. And we do so well, but we don't feel. Some days you don't feel like being your best version of yourself. Yeah. Some days you don't feel like getting up. But then there are days when you do feel all of the amazing things that you have done. But I love the word permission because I am able to say to myself every day, Karen, you have permission to just be, or you have permission to make a decision with all the information you've been given on this journey, some of it good, some of it not so good, but give yourself permission to make a mistake. Give yourself permission to show up authentically. Give yourself permission to be adaptable, right? And malleable. Give yourself permission to just be. 
whatever that wants or whatever that feels like for you in that space. So I say 2023, I empower everyone to have two words or even one that can pretty much sum up how they want to live their life authentically this year. So I have three words. I have permission. I have peace. I just want peace in my life because that embodies mental, spiritual, physical, but I also want freedom, Mm. freedom to be, freedom to do, and freedom to say, I don't like that and be okay with it. So those are my words, permission, peace, and freedom. Mm. That's nice. I like that. You know, when you say giving yourself permission to feel great some days and, and appreciate all of that you've done. But when we talk about permission to allow ourselves to, to not feel good sometimes, like that feels freeing. It feels, you know, open, right? Expansive. Yes. In the field that I'm in, I spent 25 years as a media strategist working with A-listers, right? That's heady. There is a lot of things like I don't have, I'm not a psychologist, but I might as well be because you do a lot of damage control and a lot of crisis management for people, Mm -hmm. others, for top tier commodities, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. So just thinking about doing that for so long and then making a pivot, I like that word, five years ago in the space of wellness. Mm -hmm. And I had to give myself permission, why I love that word, because it was not a field I even considered along my journey. But see, that's what a journey is. It's always the things you don't think about. Prior to me coming here 15 years ago, I had my second child at 40 and I had postpartum depression. I had anxiety. I had panic attacks, but I worked through it. I didn't give myself permission to stop, to get help. I finally got help, not because I wanted to, but because it was because I had to Mm -hmm. for my life, my safety, my family and everything, because I was in a space. Now we know mental health is so, so top of the line, important, and there is priority. There is a conversation about that. We know one in three of us suffer from PTSD and have something. Permission to be able to show up authentically and not feel you have to be perfect, right? So now I'm in this space where it's not about perfection. It's about showing up authentically. I became certified in the wellness field. I got my yoga certification, my 200. Now I'm working on my 500. Mm -hmm. Reiki certified, nutrition. So what am I saying is I went through a journey and that's what life is for us. But I had to give myself permission by being still to say, what is it that is no longer working for me? What is it that I can do to be a better version of myself for myself first? Before I even think about anyone else, myself first. Because once you start to course correct those things in your life, you see a different, a change in your life. That's what a pivot is, right? So I didn't know that this was something inside of me that I had a talent, that I had a a need, but healing, that's how I healed by having these masters in front of me, teaching me, my therapist, my yogi, you know, my yoga master, all these people filled me up that I just thought I was doing it to feel better. But once you start to feel better, you're able to recognize things in other people and you want to help them 
by showing them the tools to feel better. See, the beauty of everything that we do in life is that in our toolbox, once we learn something and we like it, we can incorporate it like breathing. Mm-hmm. Permission to inhale <laughs> and exhale. Oh my God, how yummy. Why did anyone tell us that? That we can breathe our way into shit. Like when it's <laughs> out, we can take a breath and say, ah, it's going to be okay. Does yeah. it mean that it's immediately okay? No, but you learn to slow down the breath. Mm-hmm. You learn to understand what is really happening in the body, with the body, how to retrain that brain. That all starts with permission, giving yourself ease to release. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, that's wonderful. I think it's, it feels like, I think it's part of it is the stress brain, right? Like when you're in, when you're stuck in that situation, it's almost like you can't think so you feel so stuck, like I, I'm stuck in this job or I'm stuck in this relationship or even I'm just like life, right? Just stuck in and I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. But if you just take a moment after listening to this podcast episode, hopefully, right? And you say, Well, what could I just take a step back from right now and just mm-hmm. allow I, I think I use the word allowance the words allowance and acceptance a lot. Yeah. And I think it's yeah. The same idea of, you know, just taking that moment, taking that pause to say, well, actually, this is my life. This isn't somebody else's life. Right. I can do whatever I want. And that comes back to choices. Like what you were saying, I think, is illustrates like you always have a choice to pause and take a breath. Yeah. No one can take that away from you unless you know, extreme circumstances, but right, for right. the most part, you know, you always have that freedom. And I think, you know, you said freedom and peace and permission and freedom is an internal job. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, again, you know, there are people living in prison right now. Absolutely. That's, that's, you know, Jill, sorry not to cut you, but pause on that word freedom. Yes. We have people in prison, people in unsafe situations as we speak right now. And right may not have that freedom, right? But let's just talk about, break up that word, freedom, right? Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. freedom, right? Yeah. That's how we pronounce it. So freedom is also something that is not physical. In this, It is physical, but in the sense that if you are in a space where it's not a loving and kind space for you, where, mm-hmm. like you said, you, whatever, you're in a bad situation, right? A, yeah. a relationship, whatever, wherever it is. But the thing about the word freedom, if you break it up, the dome, add an E to that end, right? That brain, that mind, what I've learned through all my classes and certifications in life, that power of permission and peace and access and release, it starts in the brain. Yeah. See, whatever we are telling that brain over and over, that's what the brain knows. And a lot yeah. of it is trauma. So that freedom comes from rewriting the messaging you are telling yourself. I'm not good enough. I, you know, I'm doing the best that I can or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. We have to rewrite the information that we have been putting in this dome, this brain. And that's the freedom. I'm guilty of it. Just because you do the work doesn't mean that you are perfect. No. Yeah. 
Yeah. The thing about life, and you know what you do, it's a work in progress. So you're good on Monday through Wednesday and Thursday, you fall down. Right. Give yourself permission to right. stay in that stuff so you can be still and release what is happening, what is really happening in the brain. Yeah. Because normally what is putting you through that, it's really not that. It's something that you haven't tackled that keeps right. on resurfacing, right? That's yeah. that memory. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's an internal perspective. Yeah. You know, one thing that I love to do is talk about limiting beliefs is to ask myself, is this true for everyone? Mm. I have to stay with this man who's abusive or I have mm. to stay more, more probably pertinent to people listening to this podcast. I have to continue working with that client or I have to stay in that job. And that's not true. That's not mm. a universal truth. Mm. So I, I like to always bring that back to, well, if, is this true for everyone or is it just right. true for me? If right. it's just true for me, then that means that it's my belief and I can change my beliefs. Doesn't happen in a day. But mm. like you said, it starts in your mind and your mm. brain. Um, and I think, and I know you are very much into, I saw in your description that you are a big fan of meditation. So mm. I think that was the word you used or yeah. something to that effect. And I was like, me too, me too. Um, <laughs> but, you know, if you don't have, if your brain is in that stress state all the time, how are you going to have the wherewithal really to do that, to take that step back and say, mm -hmm. well, wait a minute, do I have a choice in this situation? Or mm -hmm. is there a way that I can change my perspective? Like I'm just looking at this from a very negative mm -hmm. perspective, but maybe there's another angle. But if your brain is in that stress state, it's very, very hard it's, yeah. to really have that expansiveness. And again, mm -hmm. almost like that freedom in your, in your mind yeah. to say, oh, I have a choice. I can take some deep breaths in right now. I can speak up. I can, you know, whatever, change my situation. So I'm a fan of meditation for that purpose. And, and I was just talking about this in another podcast, but like, well, we were talking about meditation, but what I, the way I like to describe it to our clients is, let's say you're at the airport and you're about to, you know, you have to run to a, catch your plane through, through the airport. You have five minutes. If you're someone who works out all the time, and is very active and fit, you're going to be able to catch that plane. You know, you're going to run and you're not going to be dying from it, right? But for someone who doesn't work out a lot, that's going to be very, very trying, very challenging to run through an airport. So why is that? Because that person who is fit and active is training their muscles, training their cardiovascular system to be able to run on demand. And that's the way I like to think of meditation is it's your training. You're training your mind for then when the stress comes, you have the tools, you have the capacity. Because if you don't meditate or do breath work regularly and stress comes, you're totally exposed and vulnerable as opposed to someone who meditates who has that cushion, so to speak. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm going on and on here, but I just, I think that that is something really important is like, if you want to be, live your best life, Stress is going to slow you down, and and we all need coping mechanisms mm -hmm. to deal with that. Which I think meditation is like top of the list. <laughs> the thing about life is it's stressful. No matter how much money you have, no matter what your zip code is, it's stressful because we are dealing with things that we never thought we would see in the world. It's mm -hmm. not as easy. It's it's a different formula. It's a different everything. 
So stress, we all suffer stress at some level, some more than others, some is more acute, some is chronic. Mm-hmm. The thing about living your best life is you have to choose yourself first. I feel as women, we don't do that. Yeah. So it's choosing yourself first actively. And that the word is actively. So it's something you do day in and day out that you become number one. It, that wasn't easy for me because we have children, we have families, but you have to understand you matter, right? So choosing yourself first, I don't care. I tell my clients, I don't, it doesn't matter. If you only have five minutes in the morning, then set your alarm clock a little bit or five minutes earlier so you can get up. This is at least what I do. Before I, I reach for a gadget, I get out of bed or I stretch in the bed, mm-hmm. I sit on the floor, I become still, and that's my meditation. All meditation mm-hmm. is, is being present tense in your body. Once you're present tense in the body, you can be still and identify what's happening. How do I feel? How do I want to usher my day in? And then you could start with the mantra. Today, my mantra was really simple. And it said, because I was reminded, reminding myself of my how far I've gotten. And mm. I said, in a mantra affirmation, and I said, disappointments can be yummy. Because mm. we learned that disappointments are such a bad thing. And they're not amazing, but they can be yummy. Because in disappointments, you get to learn something, a lesson, so you can be better in whatever it is. So also the, med- the meditation is just basically reshaping what you think. You know what I mean? But bad words we learn so many times, boundaries, that's a good word. So it's reshaping the things that you learn. Taking time for yourself, being still in the morning, go for a walk. Your your meditation can be cooking. There is no right or wrong way to do something. Yeah. All you have to do is show up for yourself and just revel in that little bit of me time. Meditation, what are the first two words? Me. Mm. I like that. Yeah, I think that's really, really important because if you don't prioritize yourself, there, there's going to be a million and one excuses mm-hmm. and reasons and things to do something else. And yeah. certainly, I've been known to say this, I say it a lot, if you don't prioritize yourself, no one's going to do it for you. No one. As a matter of fact, people are going to hone in on that and go, oh, mm-hmm. now that's someone that I can take advantage of. Yes. Like you said, you know, the boundaries are not there. And whether it's your children or your spouse or partner, you know, I always tell people, I tell my kids, the way you treat yourself is the way Mm -hmm. people will treat you. If you rush through everything, they're going to rush through you. You have to take, and it doesn't mean, you know, we're not, I'm middle-aged. So, you know, I'm in a different space in my life where I'm very comfortable with who I am, but it wasn't always like that. So I just want to put a preface on that. Mm-hmm. But what I will say, what I've learned at this point in my life is that I'm good. I am so good. I am good with Karen. And that took me a long time to get to because I think I've spent a lot of time trying to shape shift myself into what society told me I needed to be, even though I was always a winner and a champion. But perhaps I, on the outside, I was doing it, but on the inside, I didn't feel it. Mm-hmm. And so that whole meditation and all of that stuff, you have got to also 
stop comparing yourself to other people. Right. Stop listening to what society says is the standard. Society mm-hmm. doesn't know what the standard is. Society's trying to figure out society. Right. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So you have got to stop and, and love the skin that you're in. If you're having a hot flash, when God, I know, I say to people, excuse me, I'm having a flash and mm-hmm. give me a moment. Before I would, I would be there just sweating. Now mm-hmm. I'm saying, I'm comfortable to say, I'm having a flash. And if you're of a certain age, you understand that. Give yourself permission to communicate what you want from others to show up as your best self. That's it. That's yeah. it. We make life so hard. I'm not saying it's easy. But what I am saying is the minute you figure out that matrix, the matrix is you are just fine. You are mm. good. That's, the, that's it. Once you accept that, then you can walk up. But if you're walking up with stuff, baggage and this and this and this, what am I saying, Jill? Take the time to work through your stuff. You don't have to do it by yourself. You have coaches, you have therapists, you have people who love you and want you to be the best version of yourself. And Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for my ex-husband 15 years ago saying to me when I had my daughter and said, something is off, it's been too Mm -hmm. long. I probably would have been in that state still or worse. Yeah. Those people allow people to help you so that Mm -hmm. you can do better, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And also, I think I love everything that you said uh, totally. And I think it's also the deserve the worthiness thing is, you know, one thing I like to say is we are all, we all actually deserve Mm -hmm. to be healthy. Mm-hmm. We deserve to have mental health. Mm-hmm. We deserve to be happy and successful and to be in good relationships. We deserve to have it all. Mm-hmm. And when you when you think like you're in that situation and you're, oh, well, I'm successful in this area of my life and I'm successful here and there. And well, I can't I can't have it all. I can't expect to, you know, have a great career and have a child and a beautiful family and be happy. And so I think like it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy of like, well, I'm, I'm just asking too much to also be healthy right now when I just had a baby, <laughs> you know, like no, it, it, it's, it's that mentality. And that's why I always say is like, expect better. Like yeah. you deserve it all. And what it all means in air quotes is up to you. Yeah. You got to define that's up to you. Yeah. You define it. Good. Exactly. And, but I think the thing is, you know, don't settle, I guess is what I'm saying. I think it's so easy for us to settle and make excuses. Well, you know, I didn't eat well for the past 10 years. So I deserve, maybe we don't necessarily say that in our heads, but I think that is an unconscious belief that a lot of women have is like, well, I don't deserve to be, you know, in the body, occupying a healthy body. Like I desire because of blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you, you deserve that. And so, you know, just moving in that right direction, it doesn't mean, yeah, I love, 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 love what you're saying about the word permission and like allowing yourself to not be perfect, to make those mistakes, yeah, to embrace them. There are things, you know, we don't like about ourselves. There are things that we are learning to accept about ourselves at the same time, right? Right. So you have to be loving and kind, but I always think about how we talk to children. Mm-hmm. We use very colorful words when we talk to them, the big red <laughs> all. Um, we have to talk to ourselves that way with color. You yeah. know, I love that 
extra wrinkle or crinkle on your on your top lip, Karen. Like I have to talk to myself that way because you're able to visualize and see it, right? And then you believe it. And when you you have to compliment yourself, even the mm-hmm. things that you're uncomfortable about yourself, it's your superpower. It's your superpower. And yeah. I I don't know if we could have it all. At the same time, I do believe in life as a woman, we do make sacrifices that men do not have to make um, sacrifice for and with. So I do believe that it's an ebb and flow in this whole thing. You know, like my son is 23 and he's a, a, a grad fellow. My daughter is a high schooler. So get looking at colleges. So, you know, life ebbs and flow. Soon I'll be an empty mm-hmm. nester. So mm-hmm. I'll be able to do other things. Right. So being open that, the life that you scripted for yourself may have a plot twist. Right. And when you have a plot twist, you're still the lead actor or actress. Mm. Just maybe show up in a different cape or a different attire that day so you can take center stage. Or maybe that day you just want to be an extra in the cast. Mm -hmm. You don't always have to be the lead. It's okay to defer as you ebb and flow and give yourself permission. Some days you're a rock star, some days you're an extra. It's all good. Yeah, that's so true. And I think appreciation is very important. So when, like you said, um, disappointments can be yummy. And I I think that's what you're kind of alluding to in having it all doesn't necessarily mean that you have a perfect life. Right. There is no perfection. But, we know that. Right. But it, in order to truly have the life that you dream of, yeah, there's that understanding that you are still, as long as we're on this earth and we're human beings and we're not, you know, right. God-like creatures, right. there's going to be trials and tribulations. The question is, do you think of them as disappointments can be yummy or do you think of them as, oh, you know, my life sucks. So I think that's how we can have our dream lives right now. Like we were talking about before that freedom comes from within and it's all about your perspective because I could, you know, I don't know if you watch football at all, but I watch, I'm an avid NFL football. I I I don't watch it. I mean, I I saw what, are you talking about um, Darwin? Yeah. Yeah. Hamlin. Yeah. Yeah. So he, first of all, you know, I've been praying for him and it, it just touched me so much. But at the same time, you know, there's this thought of like, wow, I'm so glad my children are safe and they're healthy right now. And so, you know, I could choose to look at all the things in my life that I'm working on, that I want to improve, that I'm exploring. Yeah. You know, and, and I do that. And also I can pause and say, wow, gosh, I just appreciate so much that my children are healthy. Yeah. God, do I appreciate that? You know, and I think that's really, again, the path to to having that life and, and really being happy is to understanding it's all in your perspective. It comes from the free dome. <laughs> it comes from the free dome. You you can choose. You yeah, can choose you right can now choose. to, you know, and, and learning from when those, and the other point I want to make that I feel so strongly about, and you said the exact same thing. You said something like that's your superpower. And yeah. I agree 100% because if we could just say, oh, I'm having this struggle in this area. Maybe it's my health, right? That is actually my gift from God or whatever higher power you believe in you know, to learn and grow. That mm-hmm. is my area where it's time for me to explore. 
Mm. Not, oh, this is just so hard. I can't do this anymore. I'm going to give up. Is the opposite is like, wow, I could, I was given this gift of this, of this trial. And there's something really important in there that I need to learn. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's a much more fun, yes. <laughs> honestly. Yes. Well, started, though, you know, it really comes down to, you know, a psychologist say it comes down to two things, fixed mindset, growth mm-hmm. mindset, growth right. mindset, no matter what happens, you're going to understand that it's just happening at this moment. It will be better. You can pivot. Fixed mindset. You think this is the state of your life, how it will always be. Woes me. You got to yeah. choose growth. You got to choose growth. Because no matter where you are on this food chain, shit's going to happen. And I hate to say that, but it's real. (laughs) It's going to happen. So you're going to have to have a mindset that, okay, brush myself off, keep it moving. That's growth. Fixed, you're going to be stuck. You don't want to be stuck. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's fantastic. So... Tell me a little bit about what you do now. So you have, I mean, I have some clues that, you know, you, you worked in this intense world where it was all about perfection and appearances to the point where you were the person who was paid to, to smooth over the, uh, yeah. the, the bumps and bruises. <laughs> what, yeah. what was that word? Wrangler. Oh, the Wrangler. Yeah. Now, and so you, now oh, happen, people. Yeah. you, you do, you don't do that anymore. You what, tell me what it is that you do. So I'm so fortunate and blessed to be able to be a, a global wellness expert or trainer. And basically what that means is that I am uh, hired by companies, corporations, groups to come in to talk to their employees on a plethora of things that are in my, my wheelhouse but mostly on how self uh, relaxation RX, how to pivot, how to have an expansive mind, but honestly, how to be the best version of yourself. Honestly, is what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. And so I do that with a myriad of things. I believe healing is sharing, but healing is movement. So that's mm-hmm. your breath, that's mm-hmm. your your dancing, that's your yoga. That's all those things. So I am that person that comes into your space and gives you a transformative session where you're able to be extremely naked, whether it's a mat, whether it's on a chair, and let it go. And maybe mm-hmm. tap into things you forgot that you had. And really, in a nutshell, that's what it is. Like I, I, I don't even know if I painted the picture, but that is what it is. Being able to get in front of people to... Remind them that they're amazing. Mm, that's wonderful. I love that because you're, if you're going into corporations, that means that they're they're bought into the idea, which I believe very strongly, that wellness is wealth, right? Yeah. Like yeah. if you want your employees to be productive and creative, which is really, I think, what I thought, you know, I, I have a couple of people who work for me. I don't own a big yeah. corporation, but... I mean, that's what I, I know I want that for myself and for them, because that's how you be your best, right? That's how you be the best employee or worker is to, is to, again, prioritize yourself. And, and I love how you said, you know, bring out the, bring out parts of uh, themselves, you know, your clients that they didn't, that they, that were lying dormant, perhaps. That's cool. That's really cool. It's a gift. It's an honor. You know, I don't take it lightly, just Mm -hmm. like you do. You said, you know, taking the time off before the break, you got to replenish. When you give, 
you replenish, you take time off, you restore. This is not about driving yourself crazy. It's not about running yourself dry. It's not about being depleted. Life will do that enough for you. So <laughs> you have to restore yourself. You really, really do, yeah. you know? So um, that's what I do now. And, and I'm very fortunate at this age of 55 to be able to do a pivot in life and be in an industry that is so necessary and important. You know, mental health is is under attack. Our mental health is under attack. And I don't yeah. want to go off on a tangent, but all I want to tell your listeners is really take the time to be still, even if it's two minutes, 60 seconds, and just breathe and tap into your body, inhaling and exhaling, you know, will fire up things in you that you didn't know. Just that I always say, what separates us from the non-living is breath. Mm. Breath. So you have the ability, if you have life, to inhale for three, hold it, and exhale for four. When you exhale, toxicity is released out of your body. And when we talk about diseases, it's because of all the toxicity and inflammation that has been dormant in our body. So movement is release. Breathing is release. Laughing is release. Yeah. Sex is release. Do what you need to do to feel better. Yeah. Crying. Thing. Crying. I'm, I always say no. I'm a big fan of crying. <laughs> okay. Crying is amazing. Because not only do you clear the tear ducts, you let go yeah. of whatever it is that has held you hostage in that space. Yeah. 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 I love that. Big girls do cry. Big girls do cry and they get angry too. I, I'm, yeah. I'm reading a book right now called Rage Becomes Her. Mm. You, you might like it. It's very research-based. It's very, you know, really talking about anger and how women have been taught through society that anger is unattractive. Right. It's so, and, and of course we all know, you know, women have, we get this message from everywhere that our worth is based on how we look, which is, you know, highly problematic and, and, right. and wrong in my opinion. And so then we internalize that idea. Well, if I, you know, it's all about how I look, it's all about my appearance and hence the work that I do. Right. Because a lot of women come and they're like, well, I don't like the way I look. Yeah. I'm like, well, we can change that. And also part of that journey needs to be that, that internal self-love of like, like you were saying, you know, appreciating and loving all aspects of your body. That's, that's the path to feeling better. It's not about changing. I, I've actually heard from quite a few women that they had lost weight, even like a hundred pounds, you know, in other programs and stuff. And the inside, they, they felt no different. Mm. They felt exactly the same. So yeah. it's like, that. don't keep doing the same thing you've always been doing. Change it. Change the internal landscape first, right. which is essentially what, what you're talking about too. The brain, that but, mind, yeah when we think how we look defines us, it becomes very problematic. So anyway, <laughs> here I am going off on a tangent well, now. You're but absolutely correct. Good point. You're right. You know, we have to change that inner dialogue. Yeah. 
And that's, you know, I think uh, makes things a lot more fun. And like you said, you know, and, and releasing those emotions and allowing them to be, I, I also am a big fan of, of actually getting angry, you know, yeah. like you could do it in your bedroom with the door closed and smashing some pillows and stuff. I have a friend, she's a therapist and she has as part of her repertoire of stuff, cause she does a lot of somatic, you know, body work stuff. She has like, things that her clients can like, you know, like a, a with like a bat, but it's not wood. It's made of something yeah. soft and they smash it on the, on the, you know, a surface that she has it. Like get that, get that emotion yeah. out, whether it's crying, whether it's laughing, whether it's screaming, you know, shaking, jumping up. Yeah. I like to have, I like to have tantrums. I mean, yeah. again, I, I do it on my own time. <laughs> you know, go to kickboxing, you know, punch, get in your car and scream. You know, do something you never thought you would do. Go zip lining. I did that for my mm-hmm. 52nd birthday. It was amazing. I went back to the 53rd because it was so nice. good. Like, because all that does is it's also releasing because you are screaming, mm-hmm. right? You need all of that. You're like, ah! all of that works. Yes. So whatever yeah. it is that you want to do, do. And just remember, there's only one version of you. Why not make it amazing? Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's a great note to end on. And um, Karen, thank you so much for, you for chatting with me today. Amazing. <laughs> Congrats on your platform, your your podcast, you know, the consistency of it. I know it's not easy. So I salute you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to that conversation with Karen Taylor Bass. And we will put Karen's website in the show notes. It's karentaylorbass.com. Easy to remember, but it'll be there in the show notes for you. And we talked about in the podcast about what Karen does. And she helps corporations and organizations with their wellness strategies, with their wellness programs. She also does retreats and she's a yoga instructor, but she comes with this background of PR branding crisis management. So she has this very holistic perspective about PR and branding. I just think that she's doing a lot of amazing things in this world. So check her out. And also check out what we are up to because the, the really the goal here is to set you up to live a healthy, productive life where you live with purpose and meaning and you are able to perform at the level that you desire. So, you know, having that energy, having the mental clarity, having the right mood and mindset, feeling vital, feeling aligned with your purpose, all of that is the ultimate goal to living an amazing life. And there are so many avenues you can take to get there. But what we're focused on is through health practices, right? Through eating a better diet, through movement, through mindfulness and meditation, through just getting good sleep and having that right mindset. All of those are avenues to help you to live just like a fabulous life where you have the energy, you have the wherewithal, you have the mental, like we talked about in this podcast, that emotional and mental freedom to take a step back and say, you know, what can I do here to improve my situation? What can I learn from this? And, and all of those different things come together to make life more enjoyable, more fun, more productive. You know, part of that is taking care of your body in a very kind, loving way 
way, you know, really practicing that self-care. So that's what we're about. Join us. Uh, you can check out our website, which is winweightloss.com. That's W-Y-N weightloss.com. Thanks for listening.